welcome to the Wheels Buffy Podcast, where we're built for comfort and not for speed. It's the Wiz Buffy podcast where we're built for comfort and not for speed. But I, can I say? Can I say? Can I say, bitch? So we, that's that's part just, of it. I think you just said. But, it. I, but I haven't said it in a in a in a bad way yet because we usually say not for speed, you bitch. Right. <laughs> I think we got good. ladies in the house though. Right. So we'll start over. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep all that. Everything. <laughs> and not for speed, bees. <laughs> We ain't no punks. Nah, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm being, filtering. Be being respectful. Being respectful. I understand that. Uh, not for speed. You nasty. Mm. Pump it up wearing. <laughs> uh oh. Dusty bottom feet. Brown and pro gel heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no edges. <laughs> heaven. Bitch. Hey! Got it! <laughs> Nailed that shit. Stuck the landing. Stuck it. Hey, man, this is the interview segment, man. Yes, we have with us um, self, self-proclaimed Femsy. Right, right, right. Nefertiti. What's good, y'all? With four eyes. With four eyes. With four eyes. Yes, four eyes. With four eyes. Absolutely. <laughs> What's good? Welcome to the Where's Buffy podcast. Man, thank y'all for having me, man. Hey, thanks, thanks for, for coming, coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we we are never ever this cordial and nice. No. Okay. Um, so we know we got ladies in the house. Absolutely. Is the smile helping? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. A little bit. No, a little bit. A little bit. He, he's gonna be on his best behavior. I'm I'm, I'm chilling. I'm gonna be normal. I'm not gonna um, be in my warp zone tonight. <laughs> not tonight. I think that's what the people want. <laughs> no, I don't think so. The people want warp zone. Yo, not that's tonight. What you're just saying. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, not tonight. Yo. Nah. And you still got the Darth Vader on my shit. Oh no, it went away. That's <laughs> 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 a night, yo. That's what's up. All right, so 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 let's get into it. Um, mm-hmm. where you from? I'm from here, born and raised. Now, when you say here, what yeah. do you mean? Be specific, because we we're we're a Baltimore-based mm-hmm. podcast. So when mm-hmm. they say here, they be like, "Oh, you so over west? You from down Cherry Hill? Where you nah, at?" Nah. Yeah, I don't really rep a side because I kind of lived everywhere. Okay. Um, I was born in St. Agnes. Um, grew up on Chilton for a few years, moved out to Salisbury, came back to Baltimore. I've lived on Lock Raven. I've been everywhere, so I don't really like Repaside. Um, but later, like when I was a teenager, my mom moved out to the county. So that's where oh. I finished out. She, you hit it the way she said it, though. She don't like she felt the way about the county. But, the ca- but see, you got to realize people in, from that era, the county was something negative it's shit. a shot yeah at one point but now it's, it's, it's all the same shit now. yeah yeah i mean be hella hood niggas in the county right exactly niggas still be getting shot in the county niggas get shot all down the, the time street. right niggas get shot down the street from here yo tell me about salisbury though like i was young like i can't even i know it was born as hell i remember yeah. that mad chickens and shit ain't shit to do mad chickens <laughs> like not like chickens like, like, like chicken farm like and shit Purdue, no like Man. purdue is really down there the Word. little plant is down there and everything uh, you drive past it it smells like oh it's got some awful dead chickens <laughs> oh, <laughs> stress and struggling like a thousand dead chickens oh my god <laughs> 
<laughs> make you not want to eat chicken no more. Though. Sounds like an East Side Alley had to get that one too. <laughs> hey, <laughs> real shit. No, I love y'all East Side niggas. <laughs> he don't. He really don't. <laughs> so I love my niggas. So when you start rapping, I've been rapping since I was like ten years old. I really have like been dibbling and dabbling with it for a long time, but I took it seriously about two, two and a half, three years ago, and it's been like crazy ever since then. What made you take it seriously? Just somebody came out and was like, "You need to do this." I mean, I I finished college and then I tried to do like the corporate shit, and I was like, not passionate like about that. Mm. Like when when you do something and it's you passionate about it and you try to like do some normal shit, it don't always work for you if that's not. What you're supposed to be doing right. so i was like let me do what i love doing and i haven't stopped since that point really so when you know you loved it i knew i loved it from a child like my dad dj he used to have all the vinyls and all types of shit he had white people vinyls i didn't even know who them niggas was but <laughs> you know he had everything so it was just crazy like so i would go in the basement lock in pop just pop stuff in listen to it and so i was always really like a big music head like my mom would clean up and play music and so it was just always around me sounds like a black household to me yep yeah, right <laughs> vacuuming like right right my right. used to get it on the vacuum yo that's how i'm going to be you ain't never been like vacuuming and then like you just seen house party right the first one and try to hit the little where you jumped over your leg nigga i died Really? And then you know how like the floors be kind of hollow and then the whole house shake? <laughs> I ain't do that shit no more. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing down there? Uh, you know, that type of nothing. shit. Nothing. <laughs> right, right, right. So so who, who are you like your, your early um your early influences? Definitely Nas. Like I just think he's mm. nasty. Like my dad was a big Nas fan. Sounds like a smart guy. And um <laughs> I just love how Nas tells stories. Like his his content is so packed. Like you mm. gotta listen. Like he's telling stories and giving comparisons and all this shit in like one small space. He's crazy. So definitely him. Um Lauren too. Like Lauren don't get a lot of respect, but she's an MC. Mm-hmm. Like when she was with the Fuji, she was spitting bars. Even on her, you know, miseducation, she was singing and spitting, which right. is the same yeah. thing that Drake does, same thing that Nicki does. Nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean I'm saying she they both what, sing what and what she does is different. With, she she could sing. Mm-hmm. Like right. them niggas like, I wanna hold your hand. But like, my point to that is that <laughs> niggas give them respect for being MCs before right. they call them a singer. But when it comes to Lauren, they just like, oh, she's just a singer. Like, really? They don't give her that. M- I find people don't really give her that MC respect that she deserves. It might be because we're old niggas, okay? So my niggas be like, who the best female rapper of all time? Niggas like, I don't want to hear Latifah. I don't want to hear none of them niggas like Lauren. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so, so niggas our age usually say Lauren first. Mm-hmm. So it's maybe is it, is it a younger thing? Maybe probably that probably <laughs> niggas say mm-hmm. because most most folks. I mean, would you agree? See, and I think this might lead us into a shoot to five too because okay. I'm gonna say light. Lauren's in there. She's in my top five. Okay, but light for for me was yeah. Lights night light nice shit. Yeah, yes, that was mm-hmm. the first. You know, uh, light uh, had the first. The first like rap I rem- I memorized. Cha cha cha. Nah, her verse from Self Destruction. Okay, okay. That was the first verse I memorized. Light is nice though. Absolutely. Yeah. No Absolutely. Doubt. So we have a segment on the show called Shooting the Five. Hashtag ST5. Hashtag Shoot the Five. Every time we do an interview, we uh, put our, our guest on the spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to pigeonhole you. 
<laughs> but you are the first female MC we've had the pleasure to interview. No doubt. Um, so would you grace us with your top five female MCs? Ready. Let's go. All right. I got to say Light. Mm-hmm. I got to say Queen. Um, I'm going to put Lauren up there. Mm-hmm. Um... I think lyrically, Raw Digger was nice. Yeah. Um, Do I want to put in the top five? I'm going to go ahead and give it to her today. So what I got? One more. Um, Mm I'm going to have to give it to Missy, yo. I love Missy. I mean, she's not on her, you know, woke shit, but Missy makes records. She's a talented producer. Like, I just feel like she can get on anybody's shit and make it hot. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember she got on that J. Cole shit, made it hot. Like, everything she touches is just fire. So that's why I like her. Yo, sidebar, right. Missy has freakishly big hands. <laughs> I'm so disturbed by that. Like, um, yo. she was just on like the uh, whatever you know, the guy <laughs> drives around with the um and, 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 and had people and singing. Michelle Obama in the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, and Missy was in the back, yo, and it looked like <laughs> she got scratch her nose with her hand at her side. I said, hey, yo, yo. <laughs> giant hands, Missy. I don't want you to touch me ever in life. I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm sorry. Uh, personally, she can touch me. She a million. I like Missy. I think she fine, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Hey, Missy, holla at the god. For real. Shit. And she can sing too. And she can sing too. I like. I like Missy as a, a songwriter and singing mm-hmm. better than MC. But I, I can see why she make good music, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what count for real. Mm-hmm. All right. So what you got, brother Diz? Man, my list gonna be eerily similar. Um, light, mm-hmm. definitely uh, Latifah. Moni Love, um, uh, 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 Lauren. And I'm gonna give it to Kim, not not because cause, okay, she she ain't right or shit, but be, but the the she brought in a wave of MCs, of females like I love yo. Tell me you ain't like um the first shit. I can't think what it's called. This Hardcore. Shit. Was Hard, the first tell me you ain't like that shit, yo. <laughs> Wasn't my thing. I love that but, album. It's basically a Biggie Jay Z album. No, no, we're great. gonna we're gonna revisit. You um being uh, okay with her not writing, but um I didn't know I said she was a I, no way don't do that don't do that <laughs> dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't heard the show before what it is that I, I I I Drake I've lost respect for Drake because he don't write his own shit but I think he's still a dope artist I still think she's a dope artist even though she ain't write her own shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's messed up though. People are like, so what? I'm like, yo, you fall in love with him. Like everybody's not like, oh, the writer is dope. You like, oh, Drake is dope. Right. Like you assume, yeah, that it's him. Let me ask like, you a question. Do you like? Do you like Beyonce? Yeah, I do. Beyonce don't write all her own shit. Does that matter though? Well, she's a singer. Right. Drake is a pop star. Drake is a pop star. I can't disagree with you because he was definitely on the grassy in the wheelchair. Absolutely. <laughs> He had bars back then, yo. Yo, Drizzy, yo, Wheelchair Jimmy had bars. Wheelchair Jimmy definitely was a... Because, yeah. like, when he went from, like, Wheelchair Jimmy to rapper, mm-hmm. he um he he went to, like, the backpack age. Like, he had mm-hmm. joints with, like, Little Brother. and You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. what he was fooling with when he first came out. Right. Fonte's his favorite rapper. Right. Well, until he met Wayne and Wayne started paying him. Or Baby started saying he was going to pay him. Um, right. <laughs> It was it was just he he came in through the backpack door, seen that bread. Can I, is that a half a pause? Huh? Okay, go ahead. The backpack door. Okay, all right. Adding the pack. Uh, is that a reach? It might. I'm oh, my bad. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just seen he came in through that backpack door, and now that he is pop star Drake, mm. 
He gets writers. To that point. Yeah. Yeah, rock with. So not to let myself off the hook. Go ahead. Do you know? Um, I'll go um no order. I'll go light. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Rod Digger. Mm. I'm gonna go Bahamadia. Oh, shit. I'm gonna go Jean Grey mm. and Latifah. I, I can rock with that. Mm-hmm. I can rock with that. Now, out of all them people that we name, who would you say that if if you could make yourself, if you could compare yourself to, who would you say your style is most like? I get comparisons of Brat and Light like mm-hmm. all the time, mm-hmm. or Left Eye, like the tone of my voice. I hear it sounds like Left Eye. Okay, that's, that's a dope comparison. Yeah. Um. So we 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 we. I don't want to jump ahead, but it mm-hmm. it, it makes me want to jump ahead to something else. I want to go to. So you were nominated for um, Film of the Year twice. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that term? Like, do you think that takes <coughs> away from the fact that you are an MC? To other people, they say that it does, but to me, it doesn't because it's like I think it's something organic about being a female MC. Mm. Like that in itself is organic. So why try to separate myself from what I am? Mm. Like people are like, you, why not just be an MC? I am, a, I'm that too, but I'm also a female MC. So that makes it different than just putting me in this MC pool. Right, right. You know what I mean? So it's like I own that. You know, it's like being black. Oh, I'm not a black rapper. I'm just a rapper. Nigga, you black. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. No, no. right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So. Now, so oh, go ahead. No, you got it. You got it. No, no. So, so sticking in that, um, what were you talking about being a woman? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like the over-sexualization of like, women rappers throughout the history of hip same, same question I was about. Um, I respect everybody's hustle and everybody's way to go about things, but I hate that that overshadows everything because we are more than that. Like, I actually want people to know what I'm thinking. Like, I want niggas to be like, oh, that's a dope concept or, yo, that's a dope play on words. I want you to hear that. Right. You know, not just see me and be like, yo, I want that poster and I'm going to go buy her thing and go exactly to her what CD. I know exactly you talking about. You talking about the Kim joint. <laughs> she kneeled down. She had the leopard joint on with the fur. I'm sorry. On every adolescent boy's wall back in 97 and shit. No doubt. <laughs> right. But, but. I mean that's it, that it, it's we've gotten to a point where if you're not twerking mm-hmm. or naked, mm-hmm. it's it's tough to sell. Now, I think this year or this past year, mm-hmm. the biggest thing that happened, and 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 not a lot of people talk about it, mm. is that the only feature on one of the most artistically um, or or critically hailed albums um, to Pimp a Butterfly. Was Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's another dope chick. Yeah. She just got signed. <clears throat> I think Rock Nation just really? signed her. She le- oh, she left Jamla? Yeah. Dope. That's what's up. Knife let her go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure Knife will be all on that project. No doubt. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's it's it, it's time. I mean, we, we've gotten to the point where it's time to just evolve beyond, like, pigeonholing a successful female rapper. Mm-hmm. Um. Because other than Lauren, Lauren had to sing to get success, but everybody mm-hmm. else got naked. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's time. I think what's going to have to happen for real though is that one of them, like if you could take Nicki Minaj and put some clothes on her and then she start really really spitting, I think that might do more. But she, you not, it's not going to make her no money to do that. Nope. But if she put some clothes on and really start spitting, like we know she can spit, and that would open the door. 
You know what I'm saying? It will kick the motherfucker open. Because right now, I think what it is is mm-hmm. a lot of people. It's this. It's the, it's the local syndrome. The same thing with females. Like a motherfucker sees a guy from your town, you're like, I don't hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the hatred in niggas' hearts and shit. As soon as they see as a female artist, they're just like, or she or she on the on the cover and on a on a crown and shit. I mean on a. Uh, uh, thrown and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's just that instant hate occasion in niggas' heads. I don't even know if that's the right word. Shit. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that something do you feel? Oh, yeah. Especially out here. Yeah. And I'm like, I be out here, like, I'm about unity. I'm about empowering everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, sometimes I'm not on it. You know, I'm a, I'm a human with feelings like everybody else. Sometimes right. I'm like, fuck him or whatever. <laughs> but overall, you know, people will tell you, like, I want the female MCs in this city to come to do come together and do a record do you mm-hmm. know how humanly impossible that really is to yep. make happen like it's sad i buy it so it's just like you can try but niggas still gonna do their own thing you know what i mean but that's that it shouldn't have to be that way but it is and it's just how it is like boosie and all them said it best low said it like sometimes you get the most love outside of your city right you know right. you grow out of it and the people around you just mad like yo you know but they didn't do anything you know, they sitting back and just watching you do it. So they mad that they sitting back and you doing it. And it's just just the whole thing. So so how do you feel about the climate of like Baltimore hip hop in general? I think it's coming up right now. I remember coming into it a few years ago. And I think that it's really growing. And I think more people are paying attention now. But how far that's going to take us, I don't know. But I think it's growing right now i think i think we're one or two artists away i think i think we're one or two like joints mm-hmm. it's joints that, that that have gone outside i was reading an um, article about top 10 mcs that you need to know about from baltimore from uh i think it was either complex or xxl mm-hmm. so someone's listening right so someone's listening we're, we're, we're at a point now where just it has to be somebody mm-hmm. um and why not you hey that would be love i'm trying so let's, <laughs> let's talk about the ep your, mm-hmm. your, your first EP, mm-hmm. which was called? 18th Dynasty. Right. So w- what does that mean? Um, 18th Dynasty was like the era when Nefertiti like ruled um, Egypt. So I thought that was like the perfect fit for real. Mm-hmm. You know, introducing people to like my the new era of that, which to me is like, that's important to me because it reminds me of when we were guys, when we were like so dope and just like royal and like running our own governments and you know making these crazy artifacts and all of that like I, i'm into that so i'm like if we just knew how powerful we were now it would just be crazy like so yeah that's where that whole thing came from all right so i listened to the project now mind you i had i hadn't heard like when when i met you we were at um strictly hip-hop shout, shout out to a plus autumn who did a, a dope interview that night yes that's my sis shout um, autumn. and um we were up there, and we just basically heard the interview, but we didn't really, you know, we couldn't hear a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they played the, uh, the the Kim joint from the new, from the the new, new mixtape, mixtape. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't get into it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm getting into here. Mm-hmm. So I went to the iTunes, mm-hmm. and I grabbed the EP. So, and I checked it out, and I'm like, all right, let's see what we're going to get. Because you, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in Baltimore, you absolutely never know. So I grab it and I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Not only were there bars, mm-hmm. now I wasn't surprised that much that there were bars because where I met you was '88, mm-hmm. right. which is strictly hip hop. Mm-hmm. So, but what I was surprised at is content, mm-hmm. and I definitely, definitely heard the Nasir Jones influence mm-hmm. 
from the way you were putting things together. Mm -hmm. I, it was a short EP, man, but it was very, very dope. Mm -hmm. Thank um, you. So, something I think I could rock without purpose, mm -hmm. if you understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I going to put on? Let me put on this Nephi joint. Oh, dope. Thank you. Well, let me ask, on your EP, who, who are the producers that you work with? Um, um, Chauncey Beatwriter, he did like three records on there. Shout out to Chauncey. Um, one of them was a Blunted Beats record. And, um, God... I'm missing one. It's been a it's been a minute. But mainly Chauncey, he um produced the whole thing for me. Re mm -hmm. I recorded it with those guys. Um so yeah, it was it was my first official project mm -hmm. as Nefertiti. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So oh, you got it, you got it. So that that's your introduction. Is that mm -hmm. was that the only purpose? Is basically to let people know who you were mm -hmm. and what your sound was. Exactly. Alright. That's very mm -hmm. dope. I I enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, shy, ask my question. Please. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, I was gonna say, um, what what would you say is your your? So I always ask this question: mm -hmm. How do you put together a record from beat writing? Like, what's the process? I always choose the beat first, okay? Because the beat speaks to me. Mm. Sometimes I'll conceptualize like, oh, I want to write a song with this theme or this concept. But nine out of ten times, I'm like, all right, let me play some records. Mm. And I'll hear something that's like, boom, that's what this song is about. And then I'll write the verses first and then the chorus. A lot of people write the chorus first. I write the verses first and go back and write the chorus. Okay. And then um, after that, I'll do bridges or, you know, put sauce on it or whatever. Yeah, it's the Where's Buffy podcast where we're built for comfort and not for speed. I hope you're enjoying this interview. Be sure to check out our weekly podcast covering hip-hop, sports, and everything in between. We're available every Saturday on Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Where's Buffy.com. And now, back, back to your interview. interview. That's dope. So, Lisa, uh, your, 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 your current mixtape, mm -hmm. um, you decided to go with, uh, with a bunch of uh, tracks from classic uh, female hip-hop artists, mm -hmm. FMCs, mm -hmm. if I may. Um... I liked how it came out. Um, mm -hmm. To me, it, it kind of showed a completely different side of you as an MC because mm -hmm. it showed you not only could make nice conceptual conceptual records and thoughtful records, mm -hmm. you could just make like whole, full, like feeling mm -hmm. records. Mm -hmm. Is that what you were going for here? Yep, absolutely. And an ode to them. You know, because they get forgotten about. So when, like, they did the Hip Hop Honors all-female tribute, I was at home going crazy, like, yo, I just did a mixtape like this. Like, right. it blew my mind. But it was just, like, basically an ode to them because they get forgotten about. People say female MC, and everybody's always thinking about Nikki and Kim. I'm like, yo, there's so many dope people mm -hmm. that came before that, like, that paved the way for them. So, you know, let's just put them all on one joint. Right, so you started off with a joint. Well, I'm sorry, what's the name of the mixtape? The Goddess Returns. All right, The Goddess Returns. Um, you started off with the Eve joint. Mm -hmm. um, and what were you going with, with that record? What were you talking about? That one was just a ladies' anthem. Mm -hmm. You know, show them how we do this one's for you. Like, mm -hmm. basically setting the tone for what, what the whole thing is going to be about. Right, so I'm like, all right, it's going to be all female beat. So in my mind, like, you, you I mean, as, as a hip-hop head, you, um, in your mind, you like, all right, you think you know what's going to come next. But then you go with the boss record. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> well, what were you going with in that record? I did that on purpose. <laughs> I knew niggas wasn't going to expect it. But 
boss i mean she was so rough rugged and raw and i get rugged a lot like i don't look rugged people think i'm a singer when they meet me but when i open my mouth and the aggression comes out it's like and so i i thought that was the perfect song to capture that all right now and then you said that you were often compared to the brat Mm -hmm. which was the next record Mm -hmm. um this one I, i was like okay she can actually make records because it you start to have records with that feel to it. Mm-hmm. Like it has like not necessarily just because some people are beat makers and some people are produce mm-hmm. your producers. Mm-hmm. But you you tend to whoever, you know, between you and whoever came up with everything with this joint, mm-hmm. it was like you guys made a whole song, mm-hmm. a complete song with it. And I was I was absolutely impressed by that and that's when I started like, okay, she might got something here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you went into the to the Fuji joint. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit short. I wanted, I wanted another <laughs> verse. It was just like an interlude. I know. I I, I saw it <laughs> afterward. I, I saw it in the joint, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, I'm, I'm I wanted another verse. Right. Somebody else said that too. I was like, yeah. You might have to finish it. You might gotta finish it. Um. So so you 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 you've gone all over the place. You got Eve, Boss, Brad. Um. I guess El Boogie is there, and then you went to the light record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it intimidating? Actually, that one was not the most intimidating for me. No? Mm-mm. Which record was? The Kim record. Ah. Uh, why? How so? Kim's fans off the break are like savage. <laughs> right. <laughs> so in my mind, you can't get on a Kim record unless you're going to come hard on a Kim record. Mm. Like, and I'm not, me and Kim are in two completely different worlds. Right. So that was another thing that made it intimidating to me because I'm like, I got to walk into that world and still maintain who I am and still kill it. So that I saved for last and it turned out to be my favorite joint. It One did. of my favorite joints off of there. Absolutely. Um, you, you, so so just a rundown, you had uh, Digger Joint, Kim, mm-hmm. Missy, Queenpin. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Now, let me tell you why it's dope. That you had a queen pin record on mm-hmm. there. The name of this podcast is the Where's Buffy podcast. Mm-hmm. People like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. So, the Fat Boys were three MCs, right? Mm-hmm. We had two two fat dudes, and um, I'm sure you can tell, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was sucking it in. I was sucking it in. Um, <laughs> so, okay, okay, so now we're going to shout. Absolutely, money out. <laughs> Manager extraordinaire. <laughs> what a dream, money. <laughs> Come on, man. They said phones on silent. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good so, so the meaning of it is, it's two fat guys, right? Um, the the um, the fat boys were Cool Rock Ski, uh, Prince Marky D, mm-hmm. and Buffy. Mm-hmm. So, the fir- the two. First mention is like, where's the third? Right. And that's our concept. Okay. Buffy that's was cool. married to Queen Pim. Oh, word. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I didn't know that. So, it's very dope that you had, because people don't mention Queen Pim when mm-hmm. they talk female MCs. Um, I don't know if it's rightly so or not. Um, I can't really, other than the record you used, mm-hmm. I can't really think of. That's what I'm saying. She don't have enough, I think. Yeah, she didn't have a she don't, she don't have a larger Does she have an album? I'm sure she had an album. I'm absolutely sure she had an album. You sure that went on it? Because everything was on a soundtrack back then, too. I'll, I'll look it up, but I think she had an album. Yeah. I'm it's, pretty sure. Yeah. 
But that song, every time I heard it growing up, I was like, mm. you yeah. know, it just rocks. So I was like, yo, let me throw that one on there. Absolutely. <laughs> Got Absolutely. that feel good. You yes. Know? So Absolutely. what direction do you think you, you if just looking ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, looking ahead, mm-hmm. do you think that you might want to go with your next project? My next one I already actually started working on, but I'm getting really like personal, mm. you know, and, and my next joint is really letting people into some of my real life experiences, some of the shit I've been through. And so I just evolve with the music. You know, I try to always be in a state of evolving. So it's like I had fun with this joint. Now, you know, I'm going to have some more fun, but let me let y'all into who I am and why I am who I am and some mm. of the shit I've been through. People see me or see me trying to push this queen movement, but everything ain't kosher and sweet just because that's what it looks like you know i fought through and i'm just like yo if i can be like this and go through the shit i went through then anybody can be positive and push towards what they're trying to do so absolutely so so the next project is that a mixtape or an album um it's probably gonna be um either an ep or album depending on how everything comes out right now it's looking like an album but it could possibly be another EP. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, 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 what do you, what do you um, if 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 it's if it's trending toward an album, mm-hmm. um, what are you looking like as far as how do you determine, like, feel of the record? Like, like when you when you put your when you sequence the records, are mm-hmm. you are you looking to kind of make a wave of it? How, mm-hmm. how are you? Um, what, what's going to determine whether or not it's an EP or an album? Um. Well, really, I think the EP is, like, only a certain amount of time. I think it's under, like, 20 or, I don't know, something like that. Mm. Um, But it really just depends on how the whole production comes together and how the story is told. Um, So right now I'm really in the beginning phases of it. Um, but I plan on dropping it before the end of the year. So I got work to do, but we, we pushing. We working on it. How many records you got, though? Right now, I got about seven. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to so, be an album. Yeah. That's going to be an album. Go ahead, and get, go ahead and get your money. Stop playing. <laughs> get all your money. Stop playing with these people. Yeah. So, um, oh, well, I was going to say, is, is mm-hmm. the goal eventually to sign a major? Or, like, right now, you're kind of doing an independent grind. Mm-hmm. Is the goal eventually to sign? Or what? what is the, the, the end game? Not necessarily. Like, if somebody came to sign me, they would really have to al- allow me to kind of be who I am. Like, you know, there are Erica Badu's and Janelle Monae's who were who they were, mm-hmm. and they still are who they are. Right, right. And they're comfortable with that situation. But right now, it seems like independent is the move, you know, especially when you have a different kind of music than the typical stuff that's played on the radio. Right. So I feel like as long as you know the business, you have a good team, you can be just as successful. So, you know. I'm just, right now, I'm just planning on doing that. Um, staying indie, growing, and if the right situation comes through, then I'll consider it, but the move right now is, has been indie. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ask a two-tier question. Um, I'll ask it on a local level first. Mm-hmm. Um, locally, A, who do you fool with, um, who are you cool with, and who would you like to work with locally? Um, let's see, locally... Um, shout out to Jay Wise. I think he's dope. Ron Dreams is like family to me. Um, he's in the trap in the trap world, but he's cool. He's doing his thing. Um, 
Man, who else? I got a, I got a few associates. I don't want to forget nobody. For they be like, no, if you ain't show me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this ain't this ain't shout out. This 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 <laughs> money time. We can talk about who you want to work with. Um, but right. I think London Savoy is dope as a singer. I want to work with her. Tia Reed is dope. Uh-huh. I would love to do a JY's record. I would love to do a Greenspan record. I think Greenspan is really dope. I would mm-hmm. make, we, Easy we, Jackson we, we is dope. We could probably make Green Green happen. Green is family adjacent. Yeah, yeah. no yeah. doubt. Dope. Yeah, I yeah. think he's dope. So I've been watching I, him for a little while. Um, let me see who else. Fizzles. I think Fizzles is dope. Okay. I would definitely jump on something with him. Something real hype, real fun. Um, who else? I think that's a that's an okay list, I guess. For yeah, right yeah, now. So then we expand the audience now. Mm-hmm. National recording all this niggas that everybody know. Who would you say? Um, I'll limit you to five. I'm, I'm not going to call it a shooting five, but I'm going to just leave it at five. I won't make you just go on and on. I would love to get on a record with Nas. That's like a dream come true. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Badu fan. That mm-hmm. would be a dream come true. Um, Missy, too. I would love to work with Missy. Um, producer or artist? Or it's up either. To you. Dre. Everybody wants a Dre record. That is because those are records. Because those are records. Right. right. I hear he's, you know, he, he's about his business in the studio, but rightfully so. Absolutely. Um, Dre would be dope. And mm-hmm. um, I do like Knife Wonder. I think Knife, Knife Wonder makes, like, if you want to feel good, like, hip-hop record. Yeah. He'll do it. He'll do it for you. I mean. Won't he do it? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <with> <laughs> <laughs> The spirit had hit me and shit. The spirits. <laughs> the spirits. Right. Absolutely. As I pour another glass. So 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 let's um let's 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 talk. You ever talk have somebody talk about you like you wasn't there before? Like you wasn't right there in the room, you have somebody talk about you like they wasn't right there in the room with you. I, I do it all the time. Right. So What you getting at, Mo? How would you talk about uh, you how how would you speak to your uh your management? Like she wasn't in the room? Absolutely. I call her Joe Jackson. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Put the <my> hands on. <laughs> no, but she she's always on my ass, so that's yeah. a good thing. Like, you know, she just wants the best for me. So, um, and it, it's important to have a good team. Like, that's really helped me. And okay. everybody's like, you know, well, well, why you need a team? Why you, like, hating niggas? Right. I need a team. Right. Like, Absolutely. if you don't have a team, you're not doing it something right. You know right. what I mean? And I just told them, like, once it started... You know, once it became too much for me, I knew when it was time I needed some help. I needed somebody to help me do the business. And so, you know, we've been friends for a long time. We've known each other for a while. And she was interested in getting into music. I'm like, let's do it together. And, you know, she's been loyal. She works just as hard as me. So we just out here. All right. So, Miss Imani, I know you didn't plan on getting on tonight. I'm sorry. (laughs) Josephine Jackson. I'm sorry, Um, Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Joseph. Stop like, beating Michael with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, get them steps right. Listen, so when you um when she when she approached you to 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 do the music, like how ready were you for um you know to, to, did you did you have any idea what this was gonna be work wise? Honestly, no, I didn't have a clue, but I was you know ready for the challenge. And when she approached me and we talked about it, I was like. That's, it's dope. Let's do it. Um, so I didn't hesitate. You know, whatever she needed, I was just like, let's let's roll with it. What's what's the toughest part about working with uh, Nephi? I can't say that there is a tough part. 
I mean, we, we bought heads oh. here and there, but... <laughs> Go ahead and put that shit out there. Oh. Oh. We, we bought heads here and there, but, you know, that's natural. You're going to have disagreements. She's saying meticulous. I'm too meticulous. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that, I guess? Yeah, that's like... Little, the, that's, that's, that's OCD. <laughs> about what, though? <laughs> Everything. So, how do you... Let's, let's talk about... Let's talk about a 16. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a 16 bar verse. Mm-hmm. Um, say you going in and you you not writing a song that you you getting prepared for a cipher. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your 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 process there? Same thing. Just play the beat, zone out. Throw the beat on. No, yep. You just want, repeat. You just want to punch. Mm-hmm. You no know, no drink no smoke. I do both. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Unapologetically. Hey. Absolutely. Get it in. <laughs> Fuck it. Get that shit in. You know, I hey. like the party too, man. Hey, we human. You know? Absolutely. Um, so what we'll, we'll, what is your what is your vice of choice? We we're sipping. Is that is that your vice of choice? What's your I'm more of a smoker. You are okay. more of a smoker, okay. Yeah. okay. So are you a daily? Are you a Wednesdays. Daily. <laughs> okay. That's you know, I got a question. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I want, I'm going back was a little bit. Earl asked you who you wanted to work with. Have you ever met anybody that you was like starstruck about? Like, oh shit, that's yo. Mm-mm. Nobody, no, no reach. Nobody reached out or anything. Mm-mm. Not yet. I, it's only a few people I would be starstruck over. That's Erica Badu, mm-hmm. Nas, Ho, and probably Jilly from Philly. Ah, Jilly. Anybody else? I just be like, Jilly, but not let me. I'll be Jilly. honored to meet them, but <laughs> see, we both. Nick, but I think I think I think me and you are two different things. <laughs> well, yeah, but Diz, that's a married woman now. That's a married woman. I mean, but it's her music. It's just yeah. like she's just so like I don't know. Like it just pulls you in, and you feel mm. like you feeling everything she do. So it's just like. It's one of the only times I can remember soulful and cocky existing in the same space. In and the that's, same space. That's one of the things that's really impressive about Jill Scott. she's bold enough to say, she says whatever, but it's so melodic, you don't even <laughs> right. realize it. Right, right. You're like, wait, what What she say she was going to do? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He's like, right. I like you. <laughs> What's up, babe? This day's yours. It's the finger wavy in the building. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me ask you: Is there is there a um, a, a a Mister? Is there is it? No, I'm I'm really focused on my on my career right now. Yeah. Um, what I find it like is really finding somebody who understands what this takes is really difficult. Right. Um, this takes a lot of your time, your energy. Like you have to be like, all right, I'm I'm writing. I'm going to the studio. I'm going to this show. I'm mm-hmm. doing this. I'm doing that. It don't leave time for anybody. And right. it don't. Have, and it has to be a very confident dude. Yeah. Because you out in 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 honestly in industry that's really about being around a bunch of niggas right. all mm-hmm. the time. Right. And I can see where that could draw. It has to be very mm-hmm. very secure gentleman. Yeah. yeah. And then you got people that you know. I I love. I love my kings and queens out there, but you got people that's always on, up on you. You know what I mean? You, whether they're fans or associates or whatever, you go out, you hanging out, everybody's in your face, and mm-hmm. that's just the nature of it. Right. But yeah, to to that point, you know, it does take somebody that's really confident. Do you have a very or any entertaining, funny? Not on one that's scary. Mm-hmm. Do you have any <laughs> funny like attempts at a nigga shooting a shot? 
You don't have to put his name out there no, unless no, you really don't. want to. Please don't, unless we, unless it's funny. Um, he might have a sense of humor. Fuck it, put him out there. Hey, I don't know, man. It's it's so many. Like it happens so much. I don't really. One one person commented though on my reverb with like a whole book about how I was a god. I think that topped everything. That see, that, that, that was that, that, some that fanatic. Creepy. Yes, that's yeah. a creepy room. I was like, <laughs> oh. well, let me go change my screen. See? <laughs> screen name and shit. <laughs> Yo, I apologize for that. That was weird. I'm fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what that would be weird. That would be that weird. That was a little weird. Yeah. That was probably the weirdest thing. I spent a lot of time listening to your rap shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, we have a, 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 a uh, oh, shit. we have a rapid fire section. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we last to wrap things up. Mm. Um, our last succession of questions of rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Just quick, as soon as it comes to your mind, go ahead and say it. Um, I'll set it off. Yeah. What was the last pair of kicks you bought? Adidas. Just shells or some? No, they. I never. They were some high tops, but I think they're like. A new design. Is it the highs that you had on the cover? No, but I did have them on in my video okay. that I just shot. It's not out yet, but it's coming out. Okay, what's the name of that video? POV, the POV? first joint, the E record. Ah, okay. Yep. All right. What is the brand of the last cigar you smoked? Game. Wait. Game? I emptied the game. Hey! Uh, <laughs> I was going to that was. A, that was gonna be two A. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Who's your favorite football team? Ravens, baby. My nigga. Hey. Kobe or LeBron? You can only pick one. LeBron. I like you. All right. And the final question. The only question with a right or wrong answer. Word. <laughs> Comfort or speed? Comfort. Hey, absolutely. Got it right. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> You win absolutely nothing. (laughs) 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 But it's the right answer, though. Absolutely. Um, So where can the folks get at you? Everywhere at Neffy Raps, N-E-F-F-Y Raps. My mixtape, The Goddess Returns, is on that piff. It's on Coast to Coast Mixtapes. Go check it out. It's dope over all female rap records, classic records. All right. What about the first joint? First joint, 18th Dynasty. That's also available basically everywhere online. Mm-hmm. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all of that. That's 18th Dynasty. All right. And don't forget, uh, NephiRaps.com. Yes. And my website, NephiRaps.com. We about to revamp that joint, but it's still dope. Go check it out. NephiRaps.com. check it out, y'all. I got pictures up there in my bio and press kit and all that good jazz. But, f- but for you on the reverb, not those kind of pictures, sir. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> 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 oh, man wanted to go raw. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm chilling. Oh yeah, man, that was hilarious. Probably. <laughs> I'll let y'all see it. Y'all would be like, what? Oh, we're going to screenshot that shit. <laughs> it's going to be at, at Where's Buffy on Instagram. Oh, where else? Uh, at Where's Buffy on everything Twitter, uh, Where's Buffy.com, Where's Buffy.com for your Where's Buffy needs. Yeah, something else I missed on. No, I think you know. At, if you got a question, um, where's Buffy at Gmail? Oh yeah, I forgot about that shit. Um, and um, where can they get it to, sir? I'm not 
doing a Snapchat. What today. you mean? Because we got girls here. What you mean? <laughs> right, cover they y'all just ears close your ears. You can get at me at Fatboy underscore Diz, but you can Snapchat me that pussy hoe. Uh, you can get me, <laughs> <laughs> you can get me at Fatboy underscore Diz on your Instagrams, and you can get at me at Dizzy from Be More on Twitter. What about you, sir? Um, Ilfam79 on pretty much every single thing. Yeah. Um, I think Ilfam79 on Lycos and uh, Errols and Netscape. Damn. <laughs> AOL. AOL.com. AIM. What's the, uh, oh, what's the one where you back? Prodigy. Little Prodigy. Nigga. Not that one. No. Not the rapper. No, 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 not him. No, that's too much cocaine for me. <laughs> All right. Absolutely, man. Signing off. This is the Arn Anderson of podcasting. And my nigga... Peace out to all of you out there in TV land. This is Diz Dejour, a.k.a. Mr. Finger Wavy. Enjoy. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Right, peace.